always takes a little bit of my breath away there. Uh, welcome back to another week of camp, everyone. Uh, welcome back. We are in the summer swing here. Let's see what movie we got on today. Um, ba, 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 ba. I don't want sports highlights. Um, are you guys watching the Stanley Cup playoffs? Um, I actually am. Uh, it's weird. I'm the only, like the, I've li- I'm from New York. I lived in New York. Ooh, gate two. What the fuck? I could fuck with gate two. Wow. I didn't even know there was a sequel to, is this a sequel to the gate? I remember that, that horror movie, the gate. I did not know there was gate two though. Wow. Uh, I'm definitely watching this on Comet TV, Comet TV. I feel like Comet is one of those channels that's kind of like spike and what was the another one like g4 <laughs> these like these random channels that just play these random movies gate two wow uh, i'm getting a call um should i have this guy on the pod this is the guy that just cleaned my floors <laughs> um uh, i will call him back um, okay, so Gate 2, I didn't know there was a sequel to The Gate, so we're watching this on Comet. Um, I'm watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I, it's weird, I'm from New York, and I lived in New York City for six years, but I never really had a New York team, uh, but my, my, the one New York team that I root for is the New York Rangers, so I've actually been following them, and I, one thing I always noticed is, like, can't they get those the announcers for the games can't they get them better seats like every time i turn on the game those guys are like it's not even like it's like the ear bleed section they're so far up i don't even know what uh part of the body it's bleeding from but they are all the way up at the top like it's almost like their their heads are scraping against the roof it's 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 just i don't know those guys are kind of getting shafted a little bit um they sit so far away and you would think that those guys would maybe need to be in it just a little bit more, but they're way, way, way up. Wow, that that kid looks like Paul Dano. Um, yeah, so I've been watching that, and uh, yeah, I just I always notice that the, the, the announcers for those games are always so high up. Um, so yeah, I just had my floors cleaned. Um, I don't know what the fuck I've been doing, like. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys deal with this? Like my floors, when I first moved in were sparkling white and they just grew to be like this Brown that you don't realize until like literally I, so my dog's bowls are on this mat in my kitchen and, uh, I forget what I was doing. Uh, what the fuck was I doing where I lifted the mat up and underneath the mat, the floors were like, pristine i mean i i you could have eaten you could have like eat, i could have eaten uh you know breakfast on on these floors they they were sparkling white and it made the other it made the rest of the floors just look awful it's it's crazy you don't really notice something until you move a piece of furniture and be like wait a second i'm living in absolute filth and i didn't even like realize it um so i just had my floors cleaned and uh the uh what the fuck whoa Wow, this dude's dressed in a hockey. Speaking of hockey, he's dressed in full hockey gear as this like one foot goblin is just coming at him with a pair of scissors. Wow, please tell me he's going to just shoot him with the hockey stick. <laughs> this is great. Wow, gate two. Oh, he just he wow wow. 
oh man, to get this get, get this guy in the fucking playoffs. Um, so yeah, so my fours were were just filthy, and like I, it's like I knew they were, but again, like I said, it wasn't until I lifted up that mat that I realized just how bad they were, and uh, they were gross. But now they're shining. But like I remember when I was talking about the long wait time that Ready Refresh gave me, this was a much better wait time. It was basically we'll be there right at nine. <laughs> like it wasn't like a nine between nine and noon. It was like, no, we'll be there at nine because they were supposed to come yesterday and they had another job. But it was one of the, like it was one of those workers where the guy was super fucking nice and I gave him like a really generous tip. But it was one of those workers where like, I kind of felt like he wanted to like hang out after the job. <laughs> like this, like, he like wanted to be buds and like, I mean, I, I kind of get it. Like probably most of the time these, these cleaners are maybe going to these homes with like, maybe like just like bitchy Karens, uh, you, you know, who don't want anything to do with the, with the worker that comes over and. I don't know. This guy, this guy came in. <laughs> I was asking him how he's doing. Legit, felt like you know he meets Molly, and um, I don't know. I, I like honestly thought this guy wanted to like go grab beers after. Like he wanted to be friends post job. Uh, please tell me that's Michael Chiklis as the dad. Oh no. Um, so yeah, the guy did a fucking bang up job, and uh, now my kitchen floors are clean. I know you guys have just been really concerned about the cleanliness of my apartment, so I wanted to make sure that I um. I kept you up to speed on that. Um, la, ba, 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 ba. So it has been a good week. What the fuck was I going to talk about? Um, wow, this movie is insane. Uh, this like little guy, he put this goblin in this cage, and now it's just like on a swing. <laughs> He's just taking pictures of it with a uh, with a Minolta. Um, this is hilarious. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I, you know what I've been enjoying lately? So I played the, the, and that this has happened the last two, I think the last two poker nights I've had, I host poker here and I'm kind of come kombucha guy now. Like I, like I, whoa, is that Pamela Adelon? I'm fucking asking as if you guys are in the room right now. <laughs> Holy shit. This is Cam Goodboy wreck of the week. Gate two. Obviously, if you've never seen the gate. You should see it, but Gate Two. Oh my God! I kind of want to like stop the show and like turn and like just watch this instead because this looks fucking great. Wow, 1990 Gate Two, The Trespassers. Are we sure this is? Yeah, yeah, that is Pamela Adlon. Wow. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm into I'm kind of kombucha boy now. Like, are we sure booze is good? Like, like, like honestly, like, are we sure that it's good? Like, I, like, like, I'm not one of those people who doesn't like, like, beer or, like, you know, bourbon. But, like, are we sure it's good? The first time you try, like, hard liquor, it, it fucking burns. And you always feel like that burn is going to get better the older you get. It doesn't. It still burns. So, like, when I drink bourbon, and, like, a really good bourbon does taste good, it still fucking burns, though. It's still kind of, like, a pain in the ass to drink. Same with gin. Like... Are we really going to sit here and say that gin tastes good? Like, it's, it's not that good. Uh, like, okay, like a well-made martini does taste good because it's cold. It, um, you know, you throw, you throw some flavoring in there. You throw, like, a twist or some olives in there. Like, there's, there's ways to cut the burn to the point where, like, ooh, this tastes great. And I do love martinis, but, I mean... I think we've kind of been like lying to ourselves that this shit tastes good. Like again, like I think there's that's a kind of a common thing where if it didn't get you drunk, we would never be drinking this stuff. 
that's why I'm I'm fully on the hard seltzer train. I mean, those things are so are so good, and I don't give a shit. And I don't even think anybody is like coming after anybody being like, "Oh, pussy!" Like, it tastes good. It tastes great. And kombuchas, like, they taste great. I mean, it's sparkling. <laughs> like, it's good for your it's good for your gut. Like I, I, I get the rise of this shit. Like I don't know how what the kombucha sales are in like, you know, Missouri. But like I sign me up. I, I think I think it tastes great. And same with hard seltzers because like you're catching a buzz and it also tastes good. It's like sparkling. There's fruit, and and like there's fruit in apparently in gin. But I, I don't know. I could barely taste it. Um, like okay, like wine, like really good wine definitely tastes good. That's because wine is like that's a fruit. Like that's why wine does taste good, especially when the bottle's really good. But uh, this other stuff, uh, like you know, again, like I do like bourbon and and I do like beer. I'm not one of these people that dislikes beer, but uh, I, are we sure it's good? Like, are we sure it's good? Uh, like, I, I I've kind of. Like if I'm at a bar, I'm gonna get beer unless they have seltzer. I'm gonna get a hard seltzer. I'm sorry. Like I, I feel like they tried with like the Zimas and the Mike's Hard Lemonade and Smirnoff Ice, but they just didn't quite get it. Um, and now they got it. And whether it's a Truly, a Corona Seltzer, a White Claw, I mean that shit's good. And then the kombucha, I had like seven of them. <laughs> and like you're not, you're you're buzzed, but you're not that drunk. You're you're just drunk enough, and it's perfect for me because I don't actually really like getting that drunk. I remember like I, I like cut out blacking out in like 2007. I think like I cut it out pretty quickly. I remember senior year of college we had alumni weekend and we would been drinking all day it's when all the alumni come back it's like the end of the year and i had we used to start drinking at like nine in the morning and this is coming off of two nights of of drinking so by noon you're fucked up and i remember like i passed out at three in the morning i'm sorry three in the afternoon and then i woke up at three in the morning like I remember looking at my alarm clock and it said three and then I woke up and it was night and it said three (laughs) and like my mind was just completely fucking blown and I went downstairs and there was like techno blasting and like black lights everywhere and and all these people were just sitting on the couch, just like so cracked out. And I was kind of like, I think I'm ready to leave here. Then of course, like August comes and you're like, wait a second, I'm not going back to college. Like this is weird. But in that moment I was ready to get out of here. And I was also like, even at that young age, I mean, I was 23, 22. I was kind of ready to, uh, to be like, man, I, I'm not, I'm never going to not, you know, drink, but like the blacking out, that was the point where I was I'm done with the blackouts. And then I remember that I, there was one night where I went out in like 2007 and I met this girl out in New York and I was so drunk. I do remember meeting her, but I was just so drunk and like blacked out. And I think I remember waking up being like, I'm not blacking out anymore. Like, I, I don't like it. I don't like, rem- I don't like forgetting shit. And I'm glad I had that realization at like 24, 25, as opposed to like, you know, 35. 
And I really can't remember I, the last time that I blacked out. I really can't. When I say that I'm really drunk, some people are like, man, I totally didn't, wouldn't have realized it. And it's because I get drunk. I just don't get like wrecked. Like I've never had to be carried. I never wanted to be like that guy that's getting carried or that's falling over or that you just can't understand what, what I'm saying. Like, again, like I cut that out a long time ago because I just don't, I don't like it. Um, and kombucha actually, again, like I, I do enjoy when it's time to, to go out and celebrate something. I, I enjoy tying one on, but just getting like, just getting like housed <laughs> is, I mean, what are the levels? There's wrecked, there's bent, there's housed, there's hammered. Like I don't get any of them really anymore, but, uh, that's, what's great about the seltzers and the kombucha. It's fit. I wish these things were out back in like when I was in college because they, you, you know, you, you can tie one on, but you're just not, you're not housed. Uh, and the hangover is so minimal. The one thing that I did, uh, realize though, I feel like when you have wine, um, or like liquor or beer, you always run the risk of like a drunk dial or like drunk texting, uh, the what I do, and and I'm I I'm really, I mean I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job not doing that. I can't even remember the last drunk dial I did. Fuck, it's been a really long time because that just I don't know when you when you turn on your phone the next morning and you see that you fired off drunk dials, it's like, ay. Um But I was I was just kind of thinking like. You can't drunk dial on kombucha like that. Like that, you can't do that. That those two just don't go hand in hand at all. If you had like a, if you let's say you like were with a buddy or maybe bought by yourself and you like have a bottle of wine or like a, like some beers and the uh, yeah the 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 texts might start. You might start firing off texts to people. Uh, you know if you're getting kind of kind of lonely and you want some company. Something about drunk texting or drunk dialing on kombucha just does not feel right. And another reason why I like it, like I can't even like you had too much kombucha and you drunk dialed someone that there's something so pathetic about that. I can't even like comprehend like it. It's so it just so doesn't like line up at all. Like I can't even I can't even comprehend like what. It's just like, ah, too much kombucha like that. You know what it is? You can't take it seriously. Like if someone's like, oh, I had three martinis. It's like, oh, I get it. Like, you know, like I get, I get it. Like he, he had too many martinis or like if a girl drunk tells you and she had too much wine, like I get it. But if you said, oh man, like I didn't mean to call you last night. I had like five kombuchas. It's like, really dude? Like, like that, what that, that they're not that strong. Like what are you talking about? That's so that's, it doesn't work and it doesn't go <laughs> at all. Uh, I think that's why I like it so much is because it kind of keeps me, it keeps me on that. Like it keeps me on that path of just like not wanting to get too drunk, not wanting to, but, 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 but still catching a buzz, but also not, uh, not firing off a text to, you know, people that I don't want to fire off text to, which I don't do. I try not to do anyway anymore. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's the kombucha. Like oh, I had too many card kombuchas last night. Like I can't take, I can't take that seriously at all. Like you really, you had too many, um, 
flying embers and you're just you're just shooting off text to that uh to the person saved in your phone is do not text uh it was you know that that hint of time and the hard kombucha just got you uh feeling frisky like it, you can't do it it's it doesn't it does they just don't go hand in hand at all um I just speaking of drunk texting and drunk dialing, I actually deleted my uh my Raya account, my Raya profile. So I'm on no dating apps at the moment. And look, I if you're a if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I've done this before and I have done it before. I've actually done it many times. But this one kind of feels like the first time that because the other times I've deleted the dating apps have usually just been like, I'm just like burned out, I need a break. This time that I deleted them feels, I'm not going to say that I've deleted them for good because again, I I've made that promise to myself and to the listeners of this podcast and I'm not going to go like, I just, I don't want to make that, that guarantee that this is it. But the thing about it is I, oh wow, please tell me this is just a dream or these pilots are actually just getting torched in this cockpit. Um, uh, I, I think this time it's for real because I'm truly seeing not the horrors of online dating. It's not that. And because I've never had any extreme cases of it where it's been like a horror story. It, I, I finally see like how just how kind of shitty it is because like I at the end of the day, really, I don't take it seriously. And I think I, I think I've had that huge just realization that I don't take it serious serious enough. And look, if you're on there and you're paying for it and you genuinely want to find somebody to date, to marry, whatnot, you should take it seriously. And it's not that I don't take finding somebody seriously; it's that I don't take finding someone seriously. Like I, I'm done taking it seriously, and I don't think I ever took it seriously. I honestly feel like. The reason that it never worked out for me is is not really online dating. It's it's actually me. I didn't take it seriously, and I go on dates with girls, and they start talking about kids, and I'm like, wait, well, wait a second. Like, I don't know that I want kids, and why am I out with this person? Like, what? Like, the, the, I'm wasting their time completely, and I'm wasting my time. And like, I you know, I don't write on there the whole like what you're looking for, what, what I love to do. Like, I just don't like presenting my, I, I like the way that I present myself when I meet somebody organically in person, than the way I present myself on those and the way I present myself on the apps is like fairly irreverent. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying the, the generic, you know, online dating jargon, <laughs> um, so I think that's, and granted, I did meet the, like the people that I met on there, I, I was definitely like supposed to meet because I think they, they were, they liked how I presented myself on there. But like, I just, I can't take it seriously. And I think that's why it never worked for me. Um, again, not that I didn't meet great people on there because I did, but I just, I can't fucking take it seriously. It's almost like I was treating, I was treating it as sort of like a way to maybe pass the time. And that's really not fair to anybody who's actually on there looking for somebody. And I, like, I really just don't miss it. And I don't, and, and usually when I was doing it, I would miss the, the time passage of it. And I don't miss that anymore, which, which is why I think that this might be for good. <laughs> like I might be done with online dating forever and just, I don't really fucking care. Um, I really think I'm done. 
uh, I'd rather just see what comes in. And, and, and it's true. It's kind of like, yeah, I think I'm done. I, I, I don't miss it. I don't, I, I really don't. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I actually did enjoy Raya, but I, I, to pay for it. And I like, again, I just, I just don't take it seriously. And I think there's a lot of people that don't take it seriously, but like, I, I, I was getting into a habit of going out with people who I think do take it seriously. And that's the problem. (laughs) Like, again, I, 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 what I do take seriously, like, look, I take my job seriously. I, 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 it's not that I don't take life seriously. I I do. I don't take myself seriously. Um, I, I clearly don't take this podcast too seriously. Um, but, uh, I, I don't take dating seriously. And I, I honestly don't think that I ever did. I really don't think that I ever did. And if I'm ever in a relationship with somebody, I will take that seriously for sure. As you should, especially if you love somebody. And if I, like, if I ever do become a parent, I don't, you know, I will 100% take that seriously, but I just can't take dating seriously, like especially a dating app. And I think that that was, that was always kind of my problem. I never really took it seriously because it's so like stupid (laughs) it's not stupid but it it just it is stupid and i I really think that 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 was it and 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 yeah i i'm off them and uh (laughs) it feels pretty liberating more so than the other times i got off them um yeah uh that that's that's it for that um shout out to raya for giving me a um you know, for giving me a nice, uh, a nice, uh, what was that? Like three month run. Uh, it was, it was memorable and, um, that's it. And, um, it's been real. It's been real dating apps. Um, I, I went on a lot of dates. I met a lot of you know, really nice people. I spent way too much money and way too much time on both the dates and getting to the dates and thinking about what, how the date went and when I should text and when I should not text. And, uh, the, the time spent on my couch swiping the time spent on my couch, thinking about when a girl was going to get back to me. (laughs) It was, it was fun. Um, and I think I'm ready. I'm really ready to move on, uh, from, from, from dating and online dating not dating but online dating um yeah we had a good run so uh for everybody out there on dating apps look enjoy have fun but i think that i've just uh kind of reached the end of my road with that and uh it was a good it was a good run it was a good run and you know what i got out of it i remember when i was 29 there was this girl um it's weird looking back she was like a fucking soothsayer and she was like i told her that you know i hadn't really been dating in new york and she was like how old are you and i said 29 and she said as another deep breath she said, oh, your 30s are going to be all about dating. Because, like, my 20s were all about sort of, like, you know, finding out what I wanted to do. Like, my 20s were kind of a creative journey, if you will, like in New York City. Good girl, Molly. Um, That's what my 20s were. Um, I moved to New York City to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And then then my 30s, like, it was right around the time that Brandon and I wrote, or we sold our first screenplay. And you know, like she had heard that and she was like, Oh, like you're, 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 it seems like you're settled into a career. 
your thirties are going to be all about dating. And she was actually right. Like my thirties were all about, not all about, but a big part of my thirties were about dating. And I feel like online dating and all the dates that I went on made me realize what I, what I'm looking for. And I think now in my forties, I can go forward being like, now I know what I'm looking for. And everybody asked me like, do I have a type? I really have no type, but I know how I want to feel. Like you could, you could literally, you could be covered in tattoos, which actually isn't my type. But if I meet you and I talk to you and, and I, there's a feeling in, in, and I have that feeling of how I want to feel around somebody, I'll, I'll take, I'll go, I'll take a run at that. Um, but yeah, uh, my thing, so if I got anything from them, it was what I'm looking for. And now it's just, you know, just take it one day at a time. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's it. So I deleted them and, and I really, this really does feel like it's, uh, it's, it's for good. Um, wait, so I just played that Sarah McLaughlin song. You know what I, you know what song I always, so I'm, let's just do camp good boy song hour again. Um, I gotta say like, I know, so Phil Collins in the air tonight is, it kind of is one of the best songs ever. I was never, I remember when I heard, I heard it in the eighties as a little kid. And I think maybe I saw like the music video on like VH one one day and I was like, Oh, that's a cool song. But it never like hit me as like, it, it was, it was always kind of just like, it was always just like one of those hit songs. It's like a, Oh, that's that song. Like, like, like whatever. Like that's, that's, that's that song. I, I've had a lot of those throughout the years where when I, when I then go back and when I kind of hear it in a different, like sometimes it just takes like hearing it. So like I was never a big hotel California guy, but then when I lived down near the beach in California, like it sort of hits a little bit different and you kind of hear it and you're like, man, that song actually is great. Same thing with like last week when I talked about video killed the radio star. Like I've had that with a lot of, a, a lot of hit songs. Free Fall is another one where I was always kind of like, yeah, okay. And then when you actually live, when you actually do drive on mall <laughs> and drive or like, or in Ventura Boulevard, you're like, wait a second, this song actually kind of hits different. All these songs that uh, take place in California hit different when you, when you live out here. But in the air tonight, like I, so I remember, okay, whoops, sorry. Uh, um, I remember, so a couple things. I, it wasn't so much The Hangover, because uh, this song, there's that great scene in The Hangover where Mike Tyson's singing it. It wasn't that. It was literally, it was the pilot of that show, The Americans, where I was like, oh, shit, that song's great, because that show is great, and the way they used it in the pilot, I think, was just like, oh, boy, wait, that's awesome. But it's literally one line. It's this line. Um, let's see. Let's see which line it is. Um, it's a line that, like, there's so much emotion, at least to me, in this one line that I remember I heard it while I was driving home one night, and I was like, man, like, I was, like, kind of singing along to it, and I was like, when it got to that line, I was like, I just personally felt, like, a lot of emotion from Phil Collins. And then like when I was singing it, I like got, I didn't get emotional. I just felt, I really like felt something. So it's this line coming up. Um, not the, I remember, not this one right here. It's the one coming up here. Not this one. 
this one coming up. It's that little part like that. I don't know. Like it just, there's something about that, that there's just like a lot of heart in that particular line, I guess. And like when the big drum solo comes in, it's kind of like, Oh yeah, that's badass. for me. It's the, it's the build up to the drum solo where I don't know. It's just, it's such a haunting song. I mean, I'm not telling you guys anything you probably don't already know before, but like, it's just, God, it's that, it's that one little part there that, um, about the first time, the last time we ever met, that just kind of gets me. How could I ever forget? It's the first time, the last time we ever met. Yeah, there's just because it's a dark song, and that's like a there's something like light in that little segment. Um, also, Camp Good Boy Wreck of the Week. I mean, if you have never watched the pilot of Miami Vice, the show from the eighties, um, as if you didn't know that that pilot because that song is in the pilot that pilot is fantastic like it is fantastic uh it's almost like a movie like and then i tried to watch the rest of the show and the show's good but the pilot is like fan is phenomenal and you're watching it like it starts in new york city and uh what stone song i think miss you by the rolling stones is playing which by the way if you have a rolling stone song in your pilot of a network show I mean, that's like, that's a nice get. Um, so there's something like cinematic about it, which wasn't a, which wasn't the case with TV in like the seventies and eighties. Like, I mean, not really until the Sopranos did shows have like a, like a movie feel to them. The Miami vice pilot like could be like a movie. And when in the air tonight's playing, Oh man, like, it, and Don Johnson's like having this emotional moment where he calls his ex-wife and it's like, fuck. And I think that that line, how could I forget the first time that we ever met? I think that's the line playing when he's calling his ex-wife. It's fucking great. Like you should definitely watch the pilot to uh, Miami Vice if you haven't seen it or if you haven't watched it in a while, because I actually had never seen it. And man, it's good. It's, it's really, really good. Um, and you know, there's this, there's a meme. This is, this is one. like, I love memes. Obviously I make them, but like one of the things that kind of bugs me about some memes sometimes and sort of this generation a little bit, that's kind of coming up is there's one meme about that. Ed O'Neill who played Al Bundy in married to the children, obviously was in an episode of, of Miami vice. And the meme is like, I'm shook right now that Ed O'Neill, that Al Bundy played a drug dealer in Miami vice. It's like, what's what, you're shook that an actor was in something else. <laughs> like what, what's, what's so shook about that? Like, I, I like, I don't, it's such a weird, like, okay. It's always funny seeing somebody in something else, but like, I don't know that it's shook worthy. <laughs> like, shook, you know what shook worthy is? There was this movie I watched last night um, called. It's not that good. It's called uh, House on the Bayou, uh, and I was. It's it's just you know what it is. It it the premise is perfectly fine. It would be so much better if there were better actors and a better director in it because it's just kind of a waste of a premise. Like it's just it's it's kind of it's 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 fairly like. 
It's basically like that movie Straw Dogs, but instead of just these like psychos that it's instead of it like being this like home invasion, it's like I think a home invasion by like the devil. I fell asleep, but so anyway, so I fell asleep just because it wasn't that good. But I woke up uh, to a scene where the wife uh, sets a car on fire with, a, with this girl inside the car. That had me shook because when you fall asleep on the couch and you wake up, like you don't really know like what time it is or where where you even are and to wake up and see that. And then I had to try to go to bed. Like I was just so fucking out of it. And like, I was kind of shook because who wants to wake up to that, which missed me and falling asleep on the couch. Like that, that's something I'm trying to cut out. Uh, now that I'm 40, like I have to stop doing that. It really is. I, I do it every night almost. And I just, you know, the problem is it's, it's, I have a really comfortable couch and that just does not help at all. So I just, I keep falling asleep on the couch and it keeps pissing me off because it fucks your sleep up kind of like, you know, like I'll fall, I'll probably fall asleep on the couch around like 12 and I'll wake up at like one thirty, and like, you know, it wasn't good sleep cause you're on the couch. It's never like great sleep, even though the couch is comfortable and then I got to, and then I, you know, I go, I got to shut the lights off. I got to make sure my doors are locked. Sometimes I'll forget to put Molly's food out cause she eats this, these raw, um, patties of beef, but they're frozen. So I have to defrost them. So usually I have to wrap them up. So by the time I get into bed, I'm almost like awake again. And then you have to try, but you're also like asleep too. So you got to check on it, try to get back to sleep. It just fucks your sleep up. And I, I really, really need to stop doing it. And, um, but but waking up to that to that scene, I, I was a little shook. More shook than realizing that Ed O'Neill was also in another TV show. <laughs> like, oh my god, you mean an actor was in something else? Wow, what a shock! Uh, that never happens. <laughs> it was like that's the meme. Like sometimes memes are just so like stupid like that. Sometimes. Um. But yeah, falling asleep on the couch, that's something that I need to do. And hey, I mean, look, at 40, I had a physical uh, uh, on Monday. And, you know, hey, uh, my blood came back uh, pre-diabetic levels, uh, everybody. So I don't have HIV. <laughs> I don't have syphilis, which literally, like, you doesn't even matter if you're sexually active. Like, if you know, like... Even even if you know that you definitely don't have HIV, sometimes seeing HIV negative is just like, oh, made it through that one. But yeah, my my blood came back as like pre diabetic levels, and I was like, ah, well, we're we're doing it. Let's let's do this. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll have like a Wilford Brimley movie marathon this weekend uh, to celebrate. Like, which is weird because my my doctor wrote like to lose weight through exercise and cutting out simple carbohydrates, which. For the record, like I did the keto diet. I'm I'm like kind of keto during the day. Like I eat this low carb cereal and then I eat cantaloupe. Like that's all I eat during the day. And it's helped lose a it's helped me lose like ten pounds. So uh and I jump rope three times a week. So I gotta figure out what to um what to do there. I'll figure it out. But uh but yeah, when I saw that I was like, uh well, this is just, this is, this is 40. See, this is 40, not fucking Paul Rudd in a, in a Brentwood mansion. Uh, you know, now for like pre-diabetic, like, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I need to start wearing like, uh, V-neck sweaters with like, uh, like cut off sleeves and, um, I don't know, just start dressing like a librarian. 
Um, but I mean, no, like I, I'm not that worried about it. It's just, it's, uh, it was just like a, huh? Well, uh, this is the, you know, get used to it, I guess. I do think I need to go back to like, I used to crush almonds and eat avocados. I think I maybe need to switch back to, to that. Just switch things around, switch things around. Um, I do feel like, cause I, I don't eat a lot of candy. I don't drink sugary sodas, but when I go to the new Beverly, I do eat two bags of peanut butter. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe just cut that to one bag or just cut that out altogether. I blame the new Beverly actually. Um, so yeah, so that's it. So pre-diabetes, everybody, <laughs> that is, uh, we gotta have some fun with that. Um, so yeah, I think we got about two minutes left. Let's get into some shout outs. Uh, all right, guys, Woo. let's get into some, some shout outs here. Um, Hey, uh, hey, shout out Erica Ferber. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out to... Hey, shout out Kristen Hall, Chef Tell, Bubbles. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out Mid King Steve. Shout out. Uh, let's see. Hey, shout out Yada Bing. Shout out. Uh, let's see here. Hey, shout out uh, Andy T143. Nice special shout out there. Um, hey, shout out corporate humor. Shout out. Um, let's see. Let's get a last one in here. Hey, shout out Kylie Nicole, makeup artist. This big shout out, you guys. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of songs this week here. Really getting this uh, this little phone cord I got here utilized. Yeah. So shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, it's funny. I had a podcast in, uh, New York city with a friend of mine and let me just let Molly in. Um, I, I, I want, like one of the things that actually did want, did make me want to start doing a podcast was literally Bill Murray's, the show he does in the beginning of meatballs. And I feel like I've, I've kind of come full circle with that. I feel like that's what this sort of is. No, I'm not comparing myself to Bill Murray. I'm just saying, like, this, um, I used to love, that's, like, my, the best part. I mean, Meatball, there's a lot of best parts of Meatballs. That movie's great. But, uh, yeah, this, I feel like this is what I'm really trying to emulate, is that show that he had, that, like, morning show he has while he's getting ready. Um, that was, when I saw that, I'm like, man, that looks so fun. Even though, he, I think he's literally talking to nobody, because the campers haven't showed up yet. Um that uh, and the good the good morning thing i do in the beginning was i don't think i ever mentioned that this it was what the head of camp used to do that the, at the summer camp i went to at like fucking 6 a.m they would play it's just like 6 a.m and then he would say good morning campers and they would do it twice i think six i, I hated camp I, I really did not like camp we go figure now i do one called camp good boy i just 6 a.m uh like to do like like why I, I don't like it's summertime we get it's light out until like like eight o'clock at night so why are we up at 6 a.m to like to do archery <laughs> like why are we i just i didn't like camp at all i really didn't um 
and you're in these dis- disgusting cabins. Oh, and then like the bathrooms and the showers weren't in the cabins. You had to like walk across the camp. So like I never, I don't think I, I, I think I only showered like once when I was at summer camp because like that walk sucked. Uh, it just like, it just, it sucked. And, oh man, camp sucks. Soccer camp was different. Cause at least you were in dorms, but like those summer camps where you're in cabins miss me. I mean, like f- f- seriously miss me. Now I do wish that I could have been a counselor. Cause I, I, that job sounds fun. That job sounds really fun. Cause I'm sure that those counselors, cause you know, lights out is at like, you know, I don't know, nine, or 10 I, lights out was usually ooh nice bathroom kill there um lights out was usually i forget when lights out was but i mean counselors certainly they, they can certainly stay up as late as they want i mean i'm sure that they were fucking getting high out in the woods um but it, yeah it always that always seemed like a really fun job um oh also paper boy i kind of wish i had been a paper boy like like the 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 bike and like the chucking the paper onto the porch like i how did i not how did I miss that one? I can't believe it. That at no point was I ever a paper boy. I was always a, I always mowed lawns. I had my own uh, landscaping <laughs> company when I was little. And God, I swear, I tell you, like when I get at home, I f- will will not be hiring a landscaper or a lawnmower. I will be doing that on my own. Push mower, no tractor. Like I can't wait. Fuck getting artificial grass. I will be mowing my own lawn, and that's like a, a motivation to really like continue to try to, you know, make money and maybe to make more money so that I can buy a house. Oh, Jesus Christ. This fucking kid just cut his finger with a box cutter. Um, I will be, I can't like, that's, that really is one of the biggest motivations to buy a house for me is I, I, I'm like jonesing to fucking mow on again because it really does like those memes about like dads looking back at their lawn after they mowed it. It's, it's true. I mean, it, it's so great. It's so great throwing your headphones in and um, mowing lawns and like just seeing the different like just like when the especially when your lawn like really needs it <laughs> just that like those lines then those rows of just like fresh cut grass like ah and like the the green ring around your uh, ankle like if you're wearing ankle socks like that green line where, <laughs> where the gra- like the grass like you're you're it's that kind of that dirty like your your ankles are dirty but then when you pull your sock down like there's that line just that that nice straight line where it's basically like lifting up it's basically like my floors like when i lift up the mat and it's clean under there but the floors are dirty it's kind of like when you pull your sock down after mowing the lawn and you're like your legs are just fucking caked in filth and but 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 also like like grass stains um God, grass stains. I haven't had a good grass stain in a really long time. That's another thing I miss about like growing up and, and having a, having a house or fucking grass stains. Like I can't remember the last grass stain I had. Um, there's something so nineties about grass stains. Like man, grass stains and skidding your <laughs> skidding your knee on the pavement is uh, that's the fucking that's the good stuff right there. I do anything for a grass stain. Um, so let's see. We got the NBA playoffs tonight. Oh man, these, this cleaning service has just hammered me right now. Okay, guys, you're going to get your money. Um, all right. I think that's it. That's 40, 46, 46. I feel good about that. 
Um, I'm going to take my pre-diabetic ass out of here and uh, do some work. And uh, all right, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. I'll see you guys next week. And uh, yeah, see you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.